0: My name's Dave Aston. I'm a small part of this world. I'm a guy. And this is my podcast. Yeah, welcome back to the Small Guy Podcast. Uh, this week, another special. I've got Candy Burton, host of the the Candy's Kiss Corner. Did I get that right? Yes, absolutely. On Monco Radio. And you're, they switched the schedule around. Are you still on on Fridays still, or did you get moved around?
1: No, um, I've always been on uh, Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern. Um, But in addition to Candy's Kiss Corner, I also have another show, which I don't know if you're aware of. Uh, it's called a handful of candy, and that actually broadcasts every Tuesday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern. So, Ooh. double threat. Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> double threat. It's better than listening to me in the same show four times a week. Oh,
1: stop. Mondays it. and
0: Thursdays, 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Montco Radio, which can also be downloaded if you go to the go to the podcast URL. If you don't have time, DaveAstonMedia.com/smalguypod. I uh, I do this. I leave the videos up. And it largely is uncut, although I I recently did um, an interview with Charlie, uh, the host of Charlie's Classics. Of course. My internet connection fell apart, not once, but twice during that interview.
1: You know, I I think that's the theme of of 2020 and now heading into 2021 is, you know, in addition to all the stress, it's tech issues as well. Like it's been nonstop.
0: Oh, it's been insanity. (laughs) It's been total insanity. How have things been? We haven't spoken in a couple of months. How have things been going?
1: Uh, things have been going okay. Uh, just you know, basically taking it one day at a time. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, you know, staying busy with editing. I take a lot of, I, I have a lot of joy when I when I edit my shows and when I really get into the music and into the discussions that I have. Um, and it's one of those things where you know I've I've been wanting to do this for a while, and I sit there and I edit, and then at the end of it, I listen to the show and I go, I did that. I edited that myself, so I usually isn't
0: that a f- cool feeling? Oh yeah,
1: it's it's amazing. Um, and to get the uh, you know, to, to be acknowledged by to by you and and the rest of uh, the hosts on Monco, of course Matt Porter. I've always looked up to Matt, and he's given me this wonderful opportunity that I'm so thankful to have. So,
0: yeah, you you are still officially the only Canadian part of the family. There you go. I, that, that should, that should feather out, but you know, it's a little hard for us to get that far up North. Oh, man! well, listen,
1: if I can take a 13 hour bus ride to come and hang out with everyone at Monco, y'all can get up here sometime.
0: There you go. There <laughs> you go. A challenge.
1: Yes. That'll be the challenge for the end of 2021 guys. Got to get oh. up here and party in my neck of the woods. <sighs> oh.
0: <laughs> Not in my budget yet, but yeah, we'll try. <laughs> We'll try. <laughs>
1: uh, but oh. but you know, I mean, speaking of which, I yeah. as you know, I had a chance to uh, get down to Monco last year and and have a, have a chance to meet everybody and see the campus, see the studio. Um, you guys are like my extended family, really, and it was so cool hanging out with everybody. It was really cool to be in that studio and um, just what an honor. And and thank you so much for accepting me into the Monco family with open arms. It really means a lot.
0: Yeah, sure. Sure. Are you kidding? I mean, it, it's it's not every day you, you get to be part of a place that that really wants to treat you like family. Not and not that way, not like your distant cousin type that you see once every 12 years, but where you're, you know, you're welcome every single time. And it's genuine.
1: Absolutely. You know? And if, and that's definitely. Yeah. And I mean, that's the feeling that I got when as soon as I walked through those doors.
0: I, I love live radio. Can't get enough of it. I
1: know. That's it's going to it's be great once uh, everyone gets back into <sighs> the studio and, um, you know, we can have that sort of basic, you know, normal human interaction. Um, I think that's what a lot of people are looking for, at, at least from Monaco, um, yes. is that you guys really want to get back on campus, get back in that studio and just see people again. Like we feel kind of isolated with, yep. uh, with the quarantine and, and everything else that's been going on. Um, and so to, to be around people again, like that's, that's going to be huge. That, that would huge. mean a lot.
0: Yeah. It's huge. Uh, it, people just don't, I, I don't know. There's some people that I, that I am around, not acquaintances necessarily, but some people that I'm around who are all like, we got to keep things locked down until this is all over and blows over and just put up with it. And I'm thinking, okay, how deep are your pockets? Cause mine aren't that deep. I don't got that kind of fluid cash to just be sitting around waiting for, you know, something to just pass us by. <sighs> so what have you been, aside from your show, have you been doing anything else in the months? It's been, oh Jesus, what has it been half a year or so since we've last spoke?
1: Well, the biggest thing that I've been trying to do is not go insane. Um, because oh, the, yeah that. everything's been, you know, it, it's kind of like the roller coaster effect. You know, last April, May, things were pretty bad. And then, you know, summer rolls around and the numbers started going down and, you know, life started going back to normal or somewhat normal. Um, And then here comes Whatever normal is. Well, yeah, I mean, somewhat (laughs) normal, right? Uh, Whatever that might mean. But, you know, here comes the fall and, you know, kids are going back to school and people are going back to work and, you know, everything started getting out of hand again. And now, what's going on up here? I don't know what uh, what it's like in Pennsylvania, but basically, what's happening? We've we're now we've been on lockdown since uh, since Boxing Day, so December twenty sixth.
0: No way. Way.
1: So we've been on lockdown. All you know, non essential businesses have uh, closed down. Uh, grocery stores are open. You know, restaurants are open, but only for takeout. There's no dine-in anymore. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, and then as of, I think the fourteenth, our provincial government has implemented a stay-at-home order.
0: You're kidding? So, no. so
1: you're, and what province are you in again? So we're in Ontario, which is you're on Ontario. Oh yeah.
0: no. Yeah.
1: Oh. So no. Ontario. Don't tell me.
0: Do, you don't live in Toronto itself, do you?
1: No, I live in a suburb of Toronto. So Toronto, yeah, Toronto's like the worst hotspot out of all of Ontario. Worse. Yeah. So on average, uh, in Ontario, or at least, sorry, in Durham, we see anywhere from about fifty to one hundred cases a day, and that's um, a population of about three hundred thousand people just in my in my region alone. So right, yeah, so we're not. I mean, we're, we we still are trying to play it safe and not let our guard down here. That's why our numbers are still very low. Um, right. But in Toronto, like Toronto is seeing like at least a third of all the cases in all of Ontario. So it's really crazy. Wow. Um, and my boyfriend lives in, in Toronto. So we had to spend Christmas apart. We had to spend New Year's apart, which really, I mean, it's sucks. Oh. you know, so over the last few years, we've oh, developed, agonizing. oh, it is. And you know, it's the the worst thing too, is that I've developed, you know, um, traditions, you know, but with him and and his family, and this is the first year that we couldn't partake in any of those traditions. Yeah. So it really, it really sucked. And look, I'm not the only one, you know, everyone else is is very, very stressed. I suppose
0: that's the the sort of silver lining.
1: Yes. I, I guess so. But I mean, my my heart goes out to everyone else that's in the same position as i am because it's it sucks i know what it's like so
0: yeah i mean pa was in that spot or close to it for a very very brief time but there's there's sort of an unspoken rule especially in in the southeast where after a certain period of time you just start doing like the government can say one thing but you just do when you get back to life they shut down indoor dining on us and and similar things until two geez like i think not coincidentally like the end of the first week of january okay and i guess because the cases went down or I, i i don't honestly know anymore to be honest think about it this this is this may not mean a whole heck of a lot to the listeners out there uh and to the viewers of the podcast but think about it from christian's point of view that this is something that's just beyond his his norm it's so up there it's it's a disruption but he just
1: it is okay I'm, major... I'm gonna go back
0: to my own thing you know and he he needs as much interactions if not more as the rest of us do
1: absolutely and to
0: be cooped up has got to be it's got to be a nightmare for him
1: yeah it it is and you know it's and we discussed this back in may or june or whatever it was that i was on uh, quarantine files with you but basically christian for all the listeners out there just to give you some perspective my son he's nine years old and he has autism spectrum disorder and attention deficit hyperactivity disorder Um, so, you know, you've got a double whammy with that. Now you've got the quarantine happening and, and, you know, being cooped up, it's a huge change. Um, and for those of you who, you know, have children or know people that, um, have pretty much the same condition that Christian has, you become accustomed to a certain schedule and you become, you know, like everything is done in a certain order. And when you break that, you know, it becomes very overwhelming for them. And that's, what's going on with, with Christian right now. Um, to the point where we are—we've been doing online learning since September the second. It's been full, you know, six and a half-hour days on the computer with him and his oh. teacher and his classmates. Um, you know, we we have that option up here, obviously, because the numbers are crazy, and we have, you know, we have the option of sending our kids to school or keeping them home. I just—it was a no-brainer for me to keep them home. Yeah, so he hasn't seen um, his grandparents really like he used to see them pretty much every other day they would take him to the store or that he'd go for a sleepover he hasn't done that in like nine ten months um he hasn't seen his dad in almost two months i mean we, we went for a period of maybe three four months throughout the summer where he actually got to see his dad which was great um but he also had to spend christmas away from his dad and he was really upset about that and new year same Aww. thing and yeah um uh. So, yeah, like, like I said, to give you that perspective, he's dealing with a lot as well. And I think this is hitting him um, just as hard, if not harder than most of us uh, have been dealing with it. And, you know, I'm his, I'm his safety line. He feels right. he, it's unconditional love, right? He takes it out on me and he gets stressed out. But at the end of the day, the fact that I'm his mother does not change. And that's how it right. is. So,
0: right. You're, you're his effectively his his uh, lifeline.
1: My his lifeline, his safety line, um, his safe haven, where he knows that if he, you know, messes up or if I mess up, it's it's a two way street, and we still love each other no matter what. So.
0: Mm. Oh, see now that's that's the kind of that's the kind of upbringing that I'm familiar with. <sighs> It begs, it begs the question of where do you think people get the idea of of all this nonsense? I'm sure you heard about what happened down here. I did. Uh, yeah. Within the first week, it, it begs the question of if, in fact, we have a culture that's you know supposedly all loving and accepting and so forth. Why? And, and I'm, I'm asking this specifically because your culture wise, you're an outsider to the United States. Um, and I know that sounds weird because I'm talking about Canada, but it's true. We have two vastly different cultures. Um, and I'm, I want your perspective on it. I mean, where do you think such a, such a sharp split in a culture comes from?
1: Uh, wow, you've that, that's a really tough one. I'm not quite sure how to answer that. Um, all I can say is that, you know, we grow up and we become exposed to certain things, whether it's through media or through family or through friends or through the general public. We are born with a clean slate and that, that hate cannot be, how do I position this? the hate that we see in media today and, and with everything that happened, um, in your neck of the woods, Dave, it's, it's stuff that can only be learned. It can't be taught if that makes any sense.
0: No, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. No. But as far you take as, a look at any child, yeah. you, you know that to be the truth.
1: Yeah, it, it is. And we should all, we should all take a few lessons from, uh, from children nowadays, because you want the truth. go go, turn to the kids they'll always speak the truth and they'll always love you no matter what they don't judge they love you they they don't judge you and they just it's unconditional with them do you know what i'm saying
0: i know exactly what you're saying it's 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 funny because children it's it's this it's this two-sided thing you you have to teach them but then there are things you can learn from them at the same time it's it's weird um but yeah, no, I get it, I get it, and I, and I suppose it has to come at least as far as I see it, it has to come from like what you described before, it's got to come from two way street, you know. Here's what I'm teaching you, and here's you know and you reflect that back. I think I think that's where it starts. I think that that's. That's actually more of a direct answer than I've ever gotten out of that kind of a question.
1: <laughs> really? That's awesome. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm, yeah I'm, I'm dead serious. No, because, because here in the States, we, all, all this social media horse crap, we built, we built it, you know, it's, it's an infrastructure that's built on a, a strict adherence to unbridled freedom of speech. Um. Which, it, which is a blessing and a curse. It really is. You know, the First Amendment in the U.S. Constitution is this blessing and curse where it's almost an open door. Uh, I couldn't imagine having to deal with the the strictures of a bill like C-16. I, I couldn't even think of that You know, down he, have, happening down here. I couldn't. There's, there's just no way. Having to modify your language literally on a day-to-day basis, or at least that's what it feels like. I mean, I may, I may be mischaracterizing, and please correct me if I am. Uh, but it's just it, that's where it's germinated from, and it's sort of an open door for everybody. And yet, now that that open door is offending the 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 people who hold the purse strings to the systems that created the open door now the whole house is crashing down and
1: either like way a, you can't win that's that's really that's, that's right. really what it is you know that's
0: right i mean you saw what happened to that tiny little company called parlor i did they, not they were oh my god they um john mates uh is the ceo of parlor.com uh it was for me it was relatively new the company had been around since 2018 but for me it was it was a relatively new thing that I had just picked up ironically less than a month before apple in this exact order apple google then amazon just basically took a light switch and shut them off the internet oh wow and it's not like it, and and the whole thing was based around what happened on january 6th in the u.s capital and they were accused of being the uh insiders of that whole debacle that went down and which wasn't the case the vast majority of the of the quote-unquote incitement, if that's what you want to term it, actually happened on Facebook and Twitter. Oh, boy. And Facebook is still up. Twitter is still up. Twitter still actually has accounts open of people that are from other countries that are calling for the genocide of other people. So it's an unequal standard. It's supposed to be a blanket policy, but it's an unequal standard being applied. And when someone made an accusation against this, uh, against parlor uh apple said mm, you violated our terms of service they pulled the app google said the same thing well, less see, than 12 here's hours the later thing.
1: here's what i get out of that so you said parlor is fairly new but you've got like google and you've mm. got amazon and facebook and twitter who have so much more seniority in the social media world that parlor yep. had nothing on them so i mean it's, i'm sorry to say that 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 could have been what happened
0: right what it, what it was was is they from from what I can gather and you have to take it to the powers that be to have any better information. But from the way I saw it, they saw a skyrocketing competitor because parlor right before it was shut down, saw an influx of several million new users, uh, Ah. who were were walking away. I mean, sorry, running away from Twitter and Facebook. Uh, I'm one of them. I I'm Facebook. Like I said to you saw the post, that I put up a while back. Messenger is the only thing I have open now. I post nothing on Facebook. I got off of Twitter two and a half years ago. I'm not on Instagram anymore. Um, But what Parler, Parler is not even what it's been accused of being, which is some sort of right-wing hub. No, Parler was put together by, hold your hats, two conservatives and uh, a liberal who all said this platform is built on the strict, you know the strictest legal possible definition of free speech. As long as you're not advocating bodily harm, or yeah, I forget what the other criteria is, uh, it's allowed. Whether it's a conspiracy theory or pornography. Oh boy! <laughs> right. See that. See, there's the double. There's the double-edged sort of of American free speech. Is we swing the door open pretty widely uh, to a varied number of things. But because of this one incident that happened in the Capitol, the hammer was dropped on Parler to the extent where they were just able to cobble together their website uh, not that long ago, less than from the date of this recording, less than a week ago. Uh, They don't have their social media site back up yet. They're still trying to find servers. Everybody who parlor had partnered with with almost no exception dropped them overnight lawyers
1: included wow that's insane
0: and this is this is
1: what the world is
0: coming to like right oh we were you know back back in the 18th century the the men who put together this federated republic that we live in down here south of your border uh envisioned governments doing this kind of thing now we've we're becoming rome we're becoming the victims of our own success we've got our own massive infrastructural businesses going you don't fill fit our political mold we've got the master light switch bang yeah and that's really what it looks like you know you'll hear other opinions you know from from other people but regardless of where you sit it it's a very bad precedent to set to point the finger make an accusation and then you know knee jerk everything and go you're gone bye see you don't need you hit the road Happen <laughs> It to a company that's trying to make themselves money and by extension you i mean take a look at from from amazon's point of view parlor was using amazon's services web services amazon's now out all that money how does that make any financial sense
1: makes no sense whatsoever
0: that's see that's the part that doesn't make i don't know i don't know i guess it's just me i guess i'm a little too big c conservative for my own britches but that's how i see it uh thank god at least as far as i've been hearing from the 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 news media not that they're necessarily an american authoritative source anymore but i haven't been hearing anything like that happen up in your neck of the woods have you seen anything remotely close
1: um no i mean generally speaking we're i mean i don't want to say we're angels up here because we're not like nobody nobody's perfect right but um to the extent that you know of of what happened in the u.s Capitol, no not at all um you know without diving too much into it i mean our our government up here kind of sucks as well um and, and
0: oh thank god we're not alone. That's
1: all I'm gonna say. I mean <laughs> and, and I'll and I'll use I'll use the pandemic as an example. There's certain um guidelines that should have been implemented a long time ago, uh, but our government has not done that. Now, from a federal standpoint, uh the border should have been closed and they should have stayed closed, but that didn't happen. Um oh, the lockdown, wow. the lockdown should have happened a long time ago to flatten the curve so to speak uh right. and they only waited until boxing day so now you've got the christmas rush people going out Oh, wow! At, yeah and it only happened on boxing day now the stay-at-home order has, so has been they, in- they,
0: they they didn't issue like a full lockdown back in the spring
1: well they did and then you know it, the, the rules were sort of um you know lifted and the restrictions were lifted um, you know, come summertime, like the end of June early early July-ish, uh, uh-huh. you know, salons started opening up, we could now uh, partake in indoor dining, uh, that, that sort of thing. But because it was summer, um, you know, we on average during the summer, like from July, August, and then to mid September, we saw anywhere from about 40 to just under 100 cases a day in Ontario. Oh, wow. And there's like 14 million people that live in Ontario. Um which wasn't very much but you know as soon as the numbers started skyrocketing again like come the end of september we started seeing about four to five hundred more cases at least a day um Mm. there should have been more restrictions put in place then but it didn't happen um and then you know thanksgiving rolls around and you know families were gathering and while it's you know a nice sentiment that should not have been allowed but people were doing it people you know it it was strongly you know frowned upon to do so but people were still doing it but it wasn't a rule um and then you know
0: oh i see
1: and then you know the beginning of december the christmas rush starts happening and people are you know flocking to malls and whatnot what ended up happening because toronto's a hot spot so they Right. they pretty much shut everything down in toronto and only toronto so what ended up happening is that people in toronto were coming to different regions to do their christmas oh, shopping no. and all of the infections came with it they spread it spread
0: oh. yeah
1: so <laughs> so the lockdown Ooh. happens that should have happened a long time ago excuse me, the stay at home order also should have happened a long time ago, but this is our government oh, that, man. you know, we've got, we've got our NDP, the new democratic party, then we got the conservatives and we've got the liberals. Um, and everyone's like chirping in each other's ears to call on our, our provincial government to, to do something and to do it faster because it's not happening. So long and short wow. of it is that yeah, our government sucks as well and i'm using i'm using that as an example but i'm not gonna dive too much more into that no no
0: no no but wow okay yeah. so it's the same seesaw nonsense that we have down here oh my word yep oh geez oh
1: you know and and oh. i'll give you i'll give you another example like there's so yeah. many loopholes with you know these these restrictions that have now been in place for a few weeks so On January the 14th, we had a stay-at-home order that was officially passed by by law. It's law. So you can only go out, you can only leave your house if it's to buy groceries or to go and get prescriptions or to go to the doctor or to help, you know, another family member that might be, you know, disabled. They might need some assistance. That's all 100% essential. But you can't go out and socialize. You can't go from house to house. But you can go ice skating. You can go tobogganing. Huh? Yeah. You can go ice huh? skating, tobogganing, and you can have outdoor gatherings of up to five people. But so, like, what's, what exactly is the point of a stay-at-home order if you can do all that wow. other stuff?
0: That, yeah, that sounds just as weird. There, yeah. there was, there was a, an order thankfully rescinded recently but there was an order down here in Pennsylvania where you I'm trying to remember what the verbiage was you couldn't have a uh, backyard cookout of more than a dozen people at a time but you could have a protest of a hundred or more
1: Thank during you. the summer <laughs> Thank and, you. It's and, the same and my, up here. It's the uh, same.
0: Uh, a, lo- <laughs> a lot of my friends back in the summer were like, okay, we're gonna protest in my backyard. <laughs> There's just gonna happen to be some random uh barbecue grill just somewhere on the property, and the food's gonna get cooked, <laughs> but it's a
1: protest. <laughs> Oh, that's funny.
0: <laughs> we're going to have signs. We're going to have the whole thing. Are we going to shout? <laughs> it, was, it was funny. That is funny. Oh, my God. But it, it, it shows that, that I don't want to say ineptitude because it feels like that, but it, it shows how human even our leaders can be from time to time, how sort of self-contradictory they can be. Mm -hmm. and you're ice skating tobogganing but you can't go to your neighbor's house you know what
1: And and the icing (laughs) on the cake the icing on the cake as well dave was that a few weeks ago um our premier um of ontario he did a press conference with his constituents and um one of the questions that came from the media it was something to the effect of like what we just talked about which is that you know the, the numbers are skyrocketing why aren't you doing something about it sooner Right. And his response, I will never forget this. And I, I, I'm still scratching my head over it. He says, look, I'm a businessman. Like that.
0: Oh, that's, wor- that's <laughs> worse than Justin Trudeau. It's wor- oh, my God. Yeah.
1: So his, oh, his main gosh. concern in this case was to boost the economy by not closing things down. Never mind saving people's lives. No, he was concerned about the money, you know.
0: Oh yeah. That's, that's almost, Oh, that's almost as cutthroat as our outgoing president. Oh,
1: no comment. No comment. (laughs) comment.
0: Oh, all I can say,
1: all I can say is Donald Trump, you are fired. (laughs) 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 You know, for, for those listeners who are clueless, uh, you know, if you watch the apprentice, you'll know what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know. I, am I, Oh. and that's, that's, but the, and that's the, not the, to
1: make light of it, Dave. Like I'm just,
0: no, I mean, no, no, no. I, 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 I get it. No, I get it. Look, I, you're talking to someone who became over the last five, six years, a diehard Trump supporter. Um, and that has nothing to do with the guy. The guy is a narcissistic. Uh, there's there's no two ways of putting it. Um, it's the results of what he got accomplished that leaned me right. in that direction. you know, and, and look, I'm I'm one of those types of people that really tries not to get the emotion involved in politics because frankly, what political person you vote for you got to keep the emotion out of it you got to look at their results you got to look at what they accomplished and does it fit your ethos that's my that's the way i look at it and i rolled the dice on that guy in 2016 and okay it worked out uh, for what i was looking for it could have easily gone the other way You know, we we voted in a guy that was a complete unknown, a complete untested nutcase who's never been in politics. And now we're going back to that. And now he's being accused of treason and this, that and the third, none of which is going to stick. He didn't do anything treasonous like the the hyperbolic language that go- goes on down here is just mm. out of hand.
1: I mean, I'm it's totally out of hand. I'm going to remain neutral on this one cuz I don't want to say totally that I'm supporting like one side or the other, but I will say um but yeah, so like I said, I'm not I'm going to remain neutral cuz I don't want to say I'm supporting one side or the other, but one, oh, I understand. one thing I want to say about about Donald Trump and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Um mm-hmm. but one thing I appreciated that he did while he was in office was that he signed um some sort of bill or law or just something and maybe you can offer some perspective on it where he uh-huh. provided funding for children who had autism
0: yes yes and that i
1: appreciate yes. because you know my son has autism mm-hmm. right yep um and hats off to him for that i mean and, and yep. i'm sure every mother in my position would agree um so like i said without taking sides i appreciate that uh from donald trump yeah for sure
0: yeah that's one that's one of the one of the many things that sort of kept me on his side his executive order in practicality hasn't done a whole lot but that's because of the very cronyist medical system that we have down here um it's it's a mess it's 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 a total mess down here the way our medical system operates um and it anyway i'm not gonna i'm not gonna walk down that street but it's it was a positive step because some monies went to some of the right people. Um, what the private corporations downstream have done has been my biggest problem. And here in Pennsylvania, even worse, the, the, the subsidized system we have down here, uh, we call Medicaid total, total. (laughs) Um, so, I mean, you're right. Yeah, he's done he's done some positive things sort of globally. But I think what did him in uh, is the same thing that got him in four years ago. And that's his rhetoric in his mouth and his Twitter posts. I think that's really what did him in this time. You know, I, I watched that first uh, debate between him and Joe Biden, who is. Used to be a local fave down here in Pennsylvania because he was from Delaware and he did a lot of good things for Delaware, but that was 25, 30 plus years ago. Um, But that first debate, it was like, Don, shut up. Give the man some rope so he can hang himself. Just like the <laughs> the whole tactic that was used in that debate was such oh. a, such a nightmare.
1: You know what? That that statement put me in mind of uh something that our premier did not too long ago. See, we up here uh, at the end of 2021, we're trying to eliminate all like plastic bottles, straws, and basically anything that's disposable. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And was it last year or the year before? I think it was. Um, Uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau was doing a press conference and one of the uh, media outlets asked him a question. So what are you and your family doing to help eliminate plastic bottles? And this was his response. I'm not even, I'm not even joking. Oh
0: no, it's Trudeau. Give me, give me two seconds to brace myself. (laughs) Go.
1: Well, uh, you you know, um, you know, uh, you you know, uh, it, it, it just basically went on like that for three minutes. Oh. Oh, <laughs> we 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 you know we we we, we were trying to we are trying to eliminate we're we're we're, we're, t- we're trying to eliminate uh you know plastic uh you know sorry we we no 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 that's not what we've done no no we <laughs> and it goes on like that uh you know we've we've switched to uh from plastic to uh plastic no 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 sorry not plastic uh to to paper cups mm. and then. Uh, oh no it was (laughs) it was painful Dave it was painful to watch that like this (sighs) is our leader this is our prime minister and you know what I'm not I'm not bashing the guy by any means Uh, you know he's had some pretty good interviews but like that was just painful to watch (laughs) there there are
0: moments where you would think they would have their stuff in gear and just no no. Shoot straight and nothing. No. Nope. <laughs> oh. But
1: you know, generally that... speaking, we're. I mean, as See, far they, as everything they... else goes, we try to we try to hold around. We try to be proud of, of who we are, and you know, try not the... to push. You know, crap yes. on other people, and we just yes. at the end of the day, we just try to respect that's... each other. That's how it should be.
0: And and I'm telling you that that's a lesson that should be transported down here to the states. Because we do too much of a salesmanship job with our media and our information down here. It's all push this, push this, push this, push something else, push this third thing. And it's, and it can get overwhelming, really. And, you, and exactly as you pointed out, we lose the focus on just blanket respect of another person. It's, it's unreal and we the conservative leaning media down here the few that there are uh unfortunately do that to your prime minister almost every day <sighs> yeah yeah <laughs> every every gaffe every major gaffe is blown out of proportion yeah, oh, it's it's bad. It's bad. You you're not missing much down here. You're <laughs> not. You're not. You're not missing well, much. You know, it's a good I think did... you're you're focused on doing Montco Radio. You
1: know, and <laughs> and you know that that's a perfect segue because I also wanted to point out that you know with all of the negative you know crap that came out of 2020 and now of course 2021, uh, Montco was the glue that just held everything together for me. To be honest, Um, you know, I was able to cool. fully immerse myself in in my editing and. You know, speaking to Matt and speaking to John, and of course speaking to you, and becoming acquainted with so many other people, and just like like I said, it's it's my extended. You guys are my extended family, and you know, th- there's people that tune into my show that you know message me quite often and be like, oh, I heard I heard you on this show, and you know, you were great, and I love your song choices. I now have an audience. Are you ready for this in Denmark? Yeah. I mean, cool. It, it, t- the fact that my show. Cool you know from from my hard work is now reaching a nordique rock audience that's huge um so yeah to, to push away all the negativity from everything that's been going on for the last year the positive yeah. thing is monco and the fact yes. that they, you guys have held everything together for me and allowed me to stay positive about everything
0: well i'm gonna i'm gonna take that baton and i'm gonna hold it and i'm gonna bestow a thank you to you and a and a hail and a hearty you're welcome on behalf of the motco family it's it's incredible to have someone like you that has that passion and that drive to to have to bring out your own voice and seeing the the scene behind you with christian and what he's got to go through the fact that you're a single mom and you're stuck in an area that's like lockdown city almost you you have to have this outlet and we're happy to provide it to you
1: I, I and I appreciate that um you know and and the, a lot of the passion comes from years of and, and I'll, I'll sound like a broken record when I say this but I must say it again uh two words Matt Porter um yes you know I like, like I said I, I follow Matt I've been listening to his show and I developed an interest in doing radio and the passion really started when I started tuning into his show and shadowing him and just sort of modeling my craft after him. And um, you know, it was one of those things where I really wanted to pursue this and I wanted to, you know, start, you know, getting involved with you guys in some way, shape or form. And once I got in there and once I'll, I'll never forget this. And I mentioned this to, uh, to Cameron, uh, RC, who's the host of Completely Damaged, because obviously I completely stayed... Completely with-
0: Damaged Radio. Yeah. Best Wrestling Podcast. Uh, hell. Period.
1: Hell. Period. Re- Period.
0: Absolutely. He, took, he uh, literally took it to the mat. Our, our, I don't know. How, did this happen? I don't know if this happened before you joined Monco Radio or not, but RC actually was um, went to a local boxing ring and did, it, and did it in a live interview and got punched out by... Uh, I think it was the manager of one of the, one of the boxers. Yeah.
1: That was before I came along. Yeah. That um, was... <laughs> but I'll never forget this. <laughs> that was ugly. I'll never, ever, ever forget this, Dave. Like um, I had a chance to chat with RC on mm-hmm. my new year's Eve show. And after we stopped recording, he, uh, he asked me something and the only answer I could give was this. He asked me what were my, thoughts going into Monco And what were my thoughts coming out of Monco? He says, was it everything that you expected? Um, and I was like, you know what, it was everything I expected and more. Um, and to, you know, to quote what I said earlier, the, the part about, you know, you guys being my extended family and the fact that I really am interested in this, I'll never forget getting on that bus, heading back home. And I thought to myself, holy S-H-I-T, this is gonna be my career. I really felt like that coming out of, you know, seeing the campus, meeting Matt, being in that studio. I was like, you know what? This is me. This is what I was meant to do and I'm gonna do it.
0: You have the same feeling I had when I started this through the same dude, Matt Porter. Uh, I started doing this back in 2015. Long before we knew we could pre-record shows, and that everything <laughs> didn't have to be live. We, it's no, seriously, we didn't even know much about the software up until about you know, two, three years ago. Um, and Matt Porter, shout out to him, to him one, one more time, probably a thousand more times before this podcast is over. Uh, <laughs> but he, he, uh, he basically threw me in there, said, "Board, figure it out." It's the only way to learn. and it was, it was so, so perfect. And now I get to chat with great people like you and other friends from other places. Let's see. Is there anything else on your mind?
1: Uh, well, honestly, you know, with, with all the negativity, I just want to remind everyone just to stay positive and, you know, be kind to one another, check on your neighbors, check on your family. Um, you know, just treat others with kindness, because you know what, your story might be different from others. Um, You know, other people might not be as well off as you are, or, you know, they might be dealing with something completely different. And, you know, showing somebody kindness and compassion really does make all the difference. Um, And to, you know, up here in Canada, I don't know what it's like in the States, but up here uh, at the end of January, we have something called Bell Let's Talk Day. And basically what it is, is just to raise awareness for, you know, um, for mental health and, you know, for suicide and and all the things that come with it. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. I really encourage, uh, everyone that's listening to this to, you know, do your research and maybe make a donation to whatever foundation is near and dear to you in that respect. So, um, you know, I deal with it. I have depression and anxiety. This is, this is me on a good day, you know, sitting down with fellow Monco radio hosts, right. Fellow friends. Um, but you know, on any other day, no better not. cure. There you go. Um, but on any other day, sometimes it's not, you know, as as you know, happy and as exciting as I am right now. But yeah, like I said, bottom line, just be kind to people. Check on your neighbors. Show some compassion. It really would make all the difference from somebody's bad day and turn it into a good day. That's all I can say.
0: Sometimes all you need to do is just say hi
1: say hi, smile, maybe throw a compliment their way. You know, just if you see somebody coming towards you and and maybe, you know, they're looking a little bit down and they're kind of hanging their head. Oh, hi, I like your, I like your shoes or I like your hair. Your hair looks very pretty. Um, Any, really anything that comes to mind, if that can make the difference between somebody having a good day and a bad day, do it. It takes two seconds
0: you're not getting any arguments from me (laughs) tell you that dude i i've doing this as you said doing these radio shows it's it's a cathartic process and it does pull you out of that state
1: and the other thing i want to put forward as well is just support support other people with with whatever they want to accomplish in life um you know with me as, as we talked about i really wanted to you know, pursue something in, in, you know, radio broadcasting or even starting in, in, uh, in a podcast, right? And there was a lot of people that really didn't believe in me and people thought that I couldn't do it. And right now I'm proving a lot of people wrong. Um, and so I know how important it is to be supported in whatever dreams you might have, anything you might want to accomplish. Number one, go out there and do it. But for, for crying out loud, like, you know, support other people and don't put them down for whatever they believe in or whatever they want to accomplish in life
0: well said i i there, i can't follow that up <laughs> <laughs> i can't I, yeah i can't follow that up that was too perfect wow god yeah this 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 radio thing can be very cathartic very really just yank you out of that out of that mindset yeah Helped sure. me still does every day god oh man and you're right the ne- the negativity is <sighs> It's pervasive. I, I, I don't know. I honestly do not know how anybody down here in the States deals with it. I, I don't, I don't know how we put up with it on a daily basis.
1: And you know, we, we deal with it up here too. because we're,
0: we're in We're inundated with it. We have all kinds of like all kinds of media that are in our face 24 seven feeding us this, this garbage. Yeah, and It's very unhealthy. I didn't mean to cut you off.
1: No, no, that's okay. No, Um, no, I was just going to say that, you know, we do deal with that to some extent up here. Um, You know, it's not as severe as it is in the States, I guess, if you want to put it that way. But no, we, we deal with it. We've got media in our faces. We've got people who, you know, opposing sides to whatever the argument might be, be it politics or anti-maskers, anti-vaxxers or what have you. You know, we got one side that is for it. There's one side that's against it. There's one side that agrees. There's one side that doesn't. And everyone just, they don't, we don't mesh together anymore. We just clash.
0: They talk, they talk at each other.
1: They talk at each other. And guys, like all, we are entitled to our opinions, but don't bash other people for what theirs are. That's bottom line.
0: See, there we go. That's see right there. That's that's the perfect expression of what I meant earlier about the First Amendment. It's everybody's got, you know, their different perspectives, different things to say, different opinions. And when you start light switching people and shutting off, you know, especially those that are opposing, it it becomes problematic. Yeah. And don't 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 get me started about the divisiveness. We have way too much of that, (laughs) way too much of that god almighty it's it's like the only thing that exists down here and we have people exploiting that now oh god wow candy this was fun um have you thought about pursuing anything any newer shows you've got two of them now two of them in the pipeline is there anything else coming up
1: um not as of yet like really what i started with was uh candy's kiss corner which obviously is exclusively just kiss music um right. but you know but growing that's up, not a bad thing no not that's a not very good all. thing it's a great thing very good thing <laughs> um but you know growing up my family we we dive we dove into a lot of different you know genre, genres of music um predominantly it was the 70s a little bit 80s hair metal um oh. so you know i've got this huge you know arsenal of music behind me that really those bands deserved uh an honorable mention so that's why i went to matt a few weeks back and i said hey you know i see there's time slots available and i really want to do another show because you know i love kiss but i love you know this band and i love that band and i really want to shine right. the light on them yeah well. you're,
0: you're you're multifaceted just like everybody else exactly
1: you, know, you, you, don't, you don't
0: put all your eggs in one basket exactly. not even in
1: music exactly and you know i've had an opportunity to play some you know nordique rock music uh which which was cool because my uh my friends over in Denmark really love that. And then, you know, being that I'm from Canada, we have Canadian artists up here that also deserve to shine in the light as well. So I had a chance right. to do that and um, right. you know, be able to share Wait. some cool stories. And it's just great. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so Candy's Kiss Corner and then a handful of candy, which is a little bit of everything. Um, I will take requests.
0: Including some Canadian music.
1: Absolutely. Some Canadian yeah. rock music. Let's do that. <laughs> there's,
0: way, there's way too much of the USification of the other global media out there. Yeah,
1: so, so it's good to
0: know you've got some locals. As we say here in Pennsylvania, a lot of local yokels uh, <laughs> that have <laughs> that have their own flavor uh, to rock with.
1: But it's great, um, you know, because I, I like to show a different side of me as well. And, and I can do that with a handful yeah. of candy. So and not to say that go. I won't play, you know, kiss from time to time on Handful of Candy, but.
0: Well, of course. Yeah, <laughs> of course. No, you, you can't let you can't let go of the first love. No, no, no,
1: no, no not no. at all. Not at all.
0: It's the best way to rock and roll all night and party every day.
1: Uh, you're speaking my language, Dave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Candy, this was fun. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, and oh God, if my schedule would ever free up, I would try and do it more often.
1: Yeah, and you know, I I really appreciate you having me on. And sure. you know, it's it's truly an honor. As as I said, you know, I I look up to everyone that works at Monco. everyone that has a show, everyone that, that is involved in some way, shape or form um, a lot of love and a lot of respect for you guys. So it's an honor for me to be on your show.
0: Well, you're welcome. And thank, thank you. Seriously. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, this is, <sighs> If only I would ever get the chance to see you face to face. I've this is the only way I've ever seen you is through Zoom, through <laughs> well, video, and like,
1: ah. You know no! I'm gonna put this out there because you know if everything can sort of calm down by the summer, my plan is not only God to go to Nashville for Rock and Pod, which I still didn't get to do, um, I would also like to come back to uh, to Monaco and see everybody again. There you go. Yeah.
0: yeah. Wow, that wow, was a little too loud in the mic. Oops. <laughs> nope, you're I'll have good. to fix that in post. <laughs> 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 All right, Candy, take care. Uh, thanks again. Have a, enjoy the winter. Enjoy, Christian. Enjoy your life. Um, and ta- I know you're going to take your own words to heart, but I'm going to echo them again. Don't let this negativity get you. It, there's too much of it. Let it go.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much.
0: You're welcome, Candy. Take care now. Take care. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.